I've never been a huge subscriber to remote working. It's like the adult equivalent of those like kids' file of faxes you can get. Yeah. <laughs> Hey everybody, thanks for coming back to the Getting It Done podcast. This is the remote sessions mini-series where I look to ask some of my friends and peers that I look up to in various different industries what they're doing to stay focused and motivated during these very interesting times. Um, Specifically, how they're getting on with remote working. On this episode, Chris Sheard from Socially Responsible Recruitment in Bristol uh, talks about how he's not really a fan of remote working and, and managing a team during these times can be quite tricky um, but he's got some good tips and I definitely think this is a good episode to remind you that some of the you know, the smaller things that you might forget um, definitely help keep your day on track so I'm going to shut up and here's the conversation between Chris and I last week hey Chris how's it going good you yeah doing all right doing all right thanks for coming on um, no worries so um, yeah, I suppose, first of all, how's, um, how is business going in the current global climate? Yeah, um, yeah, doing okay. I'd say adjusted, adapted. We're, what was it, six weeks in. Um, I've been on lockdown now for seven weeks. My wife's pregnant at the moment, so it kind of feels like forever now. So it's kind of, I feel like we've adjusted, adapted, evolved. Um, but yeah, in terms of business, it's actually better than I was expecting it to be which is good yeah did you have some concerns when starting off sort of lockdown life uh, yeah 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 lots I think when it first when it first happened I was uh, in motion from driving home I remember the night where we had to have the conversation where right this is actually seriously happening and we need to kind of all switch into remote there's a bit of a moment of panic thinking like we've worked really hard the last two and a half years built the business up to a decent position and then all of a sudden it kind of felt a bit like the rug was getting pulled from underneath you through no kind of control or, or, or fault of your own. So it was probably a, a, certainly a, a day or two where it was a bit like, shit, like, what's going to happen? <laughs> what's uh, what's going to happen? But I think once we've kind of got over that, we probably had a couple of weeks where it took us to, uh, to kind of settle into it and adapt. And obviously people were trying to work from home that hadn't worked from home before. So there's just even the, the logistics of... I need to sort my Wi-Fi out or I've not got a desk chair. Can I steal one from the office or can I steal monitors and stuff like that? So it's probably a couple of weeks where we're kind of finding our feet and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think once we got over that, we feel pretty, it's been pretty steady. And you, you mentioned about, you know, building the company over the last two and a half years and, it, and, and you know, it did seem like you had, a, you know, well, you clearly did have a lot of, you know, traction and, and going from strength to strength to strength. And then this to kind of happen out of the blue is, is, um, yeah, definitely got to be a bit of a bit of a shock. Um, for those that uh, you know aren't familiar with um, SR2 um, and haven't listened to Alicia's episode um, on here um, several months ago, do you want to just give us a, a quick sort of rundown of, of what the company is about and what you do? Cool. Um, so yeah, SR2 stands for Socially Responsible Recruitment. Um, we are a Bristol-based IT recruitment startup. So we've been going for uh, two and a, just under two and a half years now. Um, so we're called SR2, just probably because of SRR, as it probably should be, with responsible recruitment in a Bristolian accent. It's not a uh, <laughs> not a good look when all in people. Um, so say so we've been going for two and a half years. We're kind of a community-driven business. 
Um, so we kind of separate that into the community we live in, which is Bristol. So we donate 5% of our profits to charity. Um, in our first two years of business, we've donated over £24,000 now um, to two local charities. We um, also volunteer with that charity and support them in the field so we can see what impact our donations make in for the charities, as opposed to just chucking a cheque over a wall um, and never engaging with them. And then we do lots of community events from a tech meetup point of view within the tech community that we recruit in day to day. So we're kind of focused on giving back, making sure the community thrives. Um, and then in turn, we, we thrive along with it. So it's been a, a kind of a successful two and a half years. We've grown from four to 18 people now. Um, and before this hit, we're in a good position. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think in, in, in previous conversations we've had, you're, you're, you're probably doing maybe a, a bit better than expected at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. So we're kind of way ahead of probably where I was expecting us to be. And I think certainly if ever I've sat down, I kind of don't bother doing kind of forecasts or, or planning anymore too far in advance just because it, it kind of moves and evolves so quickly that you can spend a couple of days doing some really in-depth cash forecasting or P&L um, stuff. And then within two months, it's a complete waste of time. So, um, yeah, we're certainly ahead of where I thought we'd be both from a kind of a GP point of view, a charitable donation point of view, just kind of every facet to our business. We're far in advance of where I was expecting us to be. Um, which is exciting, but also just means there's lots of kind of more moving parts as we grow yeah. and, and get and get bigger. So it's probably a little bit more to control. And uh, it must be a pretty good feeling as well that obviously not only you know, the business you know staying you know staying afloat um, in these times, but through that that we with so many events being cancelled and sponsorship taking a big hit, it, it must be a pretty good feeling to know that you're you're still in some way, shape, or form being able to you know pass on some support to the um, to the charities you work with as well. Yeah, definitely. So, so the, our charitable donation is fixed at five percent of our profits. We've even last week alone um, managed to raise just I think it's about seven one thousand seven hundred fifty pounds at the moment, where we did a, a kind of two point six uh, charity challenge, which is um, something that's been running because lots of the charities are suffering now because fundraising events have been pulled and stuff like that, and their funding pots are, are light. So we kind of it killed kind of two birds with one stone in terms of engaging our staff and getting us out and about doing all sorts of weird and wonderful challenges related <laughs> numbers two sticks. And That's good. I, I had to run 26k, um, which for me and my knees are still struggling now. I've finished on Friday and I've literally done no exercise since. <laughs> I managed yeah. to uh, I managed to get around. So we, we're trying to do other stuff like that, which has been good. And our our tech community events have obviously no longer happening face to face. But even this afternoon, uh, we're at midday today, and we had um, a chap called Nat Morris from Netflix do a, a DevOps talk for another 150 people on a webinar. So we're still kind of as say evolving, adapting uh, how we can still give back and still keep the world moving, which has been good. Oh, brilliant. That's good. Just a quick one. Um, are you if you're on your headphones? Um, I don't know if your microphones just um like grazing against your t-shirt or anything but that's just oh, picking sorry. up ever so slightly so right, i've had to do the same with mine um i just hold mine in front of me a little bit um do, 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 do. so yeah right for that. so obviously we've been in lockdown life for you know around six weeks at the moment so for for me i, you know, I was very kind of skeptical about life in lockdown uh not the most productive working from home from times however i seem to have really got into the swing of things now and actually not sure if i want to go back to the office <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, the reason i want to hold these remote sessions is 
to reach out to people in my network that um, you know are very much you know, doing extremely well in their field and to ask the question really what are the sort of one or two things that you subscribe to every day that really makes sure that your day is you know you remain focused and productive throughout the day okay um so i guess me and my role are kind of, which is kind of different in terms of what i do personally and then what we've done perhaps as a as a business to make sure that everyone's kind of still doing what they need to do as, as a business as in the team um but i think for me personally i'm i've never been a huge subscriber and probably the opposite to you to remote working um just because i like to be around people i like that kind of communication and that face-to-face stuff it's perhaps a little bit more me whereas um i find from home there's i've got a three-year-old daughter that's kind of running around and wants to pick up the phone and wants to get on video calls and stuff like that so every time we're doing a video chat she's she's diving in and dressed as a ballerina or something of that nature so um for me locking myself away in in our office as best i can and avoiding distractions is kind of key to make sure i'm still productive and doing stuff um and then i just effectively try and recreate as much of that office type working day to day so i'm kind of quite rigid in terms of my to-do list and my kind of day plan to make sure i'm still being productive and accountable for what i actually need to achieve and um, so i'm kind of less rigid in terms of if there are these distractions and i don't kind of let it throw me off but um, i'll try and stick to that as much as possible and try and kind of recreate that working environment at home as best i can effectively that makes sense there definitely is something about a to-do list uh and a, and a, and a physical to-do list as well i don't know about you but when i have a to-do list written down on like my notes on my laptop uh i, I just it seems to just become another window that's open but if i actually yeah. have a physical notebook written down i will be plowing through that to-do list until the to the end of the day yeah i'm the i'm proper old school like that i can't it's a waste of time if i put it on a computer it would just disappear into a window and then won't look back um, at it again whereas I'll, I'll literally piece of a4 paper writing down or scribbling on it i'm highlighting it and writing it off as i, as I go through um, so that's literally what i'll do every single morning some some stuff will roll over because some of the kind of tasks and the things that i'll be involved in and maybe bigger tasks that take longer than a day so typically stuff that occasionally things will roll over day to day but each day i'm pretty kind of regimented the first thing i'll do before i even look at anything i'll be like right what do i actually need to achieve today what do i need to do whether that's kind of the smaller stuff or, or what's rolled over from the day before there's still a priority that I need to get done this week. And then that's kind of how I approach it. But I've always, I've always been like that. I think I'll, I'll always be the same as much as I know I shouldn't. Hmm. Um, it's just, the way, it's just the way I work. I'd love it if I could do it online and then get with the modern technology. I'm sure there's something that's far better than me scribbling. Um, but I've not found it yet. It works for me. Yeah. I think, I think the notepad will, um, will always be the way there was, there was um, i saw a really cool notepad uh, in a uh, quite a sort of high class i guess journaling shop if that's ever a thing in amsterdam yeah. and you could literally you write on it um and once the notebook's full you put it in the microwave with um a little glass of water and microwave it for like 30 seconds you take the notebook out and all of the ink is removed from the paper and you can start over again just erases everything and then you can start the notebook from scratch uh, I've not I've not seen anything that flashy, but I did see um, we were shop, shopping and there was a I forget where it was like a Lewis's stationery section or something. This little to do pad and it had like loads of little poster notes on there, which had loads of little 
it, it looks like really fancy and it was like organized and i was like missus like you need to get one of these and i was like yeah that'll be decent i'll use that I literally got as far as taking it to the office and it's literally still not been used but it's just <laughs> loads of like pro like priority posters that you can stick everywhere and all different sizes shapes and colors and special to-do lists and stuff but it's um, like it's the, the um it's like the kids it's like the adult equivalent of those like kids filer faxes you can get yeah exactly <laughs> exactly what it is yeah. i think it was next i think it was next to the filer faxes to be fair yeah i know i know the ones you mean so when you're kind of thinking about your to-do list for the day do, i typically look to do um kind of like a, a a three two one kind of thing where i'll i want to do three three tasks so obviously you have bits and pieces and emails and stuff like that today but i have three kind of small tasks two medium-sized tasks and one big task i want to kind of scratch off every day now i know typically you have in your industry and, and, and mine that doesn't always work out but do you ever kind of approach things like that or is it just a you know full steam ahead get what i get as much done as i can uh yeah the latter basically so i'll <laughs> the I'll, I'll literally scribble down everything and anything and that could be i'm looking at mine today you're you're at the top that so this is from monday i can see still lurking on my desk that should be in the shredder but um the task will vary massively from it could just literally be a phone call or a conversation or an email i need to go back to the other end of the extreme could be i don't know some cash flow forecast for the next couple of months just making sure i'm on top of things from that point of view which would take slightly longer but there's not really any there'll be priorities and stuff that's kind of obviously more urgent and more pressing for the business um, and then other stuff that will kind of move further down the, the food chain but i don't necessarily go three three two one and stuff like that there's probably no. 20 different things on the piece of paper I'm looking at the moment, <laughs> if i can work that down and in terms of uh, i suppose the final question before we wrap things up i'll let you get on with your day um is there anything you're doing as a team um to kind of keep people you know, motivated engaged and accountable i guess um yeah, so I think it's no secret Microsoft Teams has been amazing for us. Um, and that's something we always kind of had access to, but because we've never been remote, no one's ever bothered with. So even just the kind of the chat facility on that is used all day, every day by by everyone that is out working. And then we do it to kind of team half an hour, five o'clock every day, we'll have a catch up and everyone will kind of go around and spend whatever, a minute, two minutes talking about their day, what's been good, what's been bad, what challenges they've got and what's gone well. So it's kind of quite collaborative and sharing from that point of view. And that will literally typically take about half an hour to go through everyone um, and sharing what's gone on. And then as a, on a Friday, every Friday afternoon as a team, um, we finish at four on a Friday typically. So about three o'clock, we'll, again, everyone will get on there. So we've got some kind of, some people in the team are on furlough, but they'll still join in the kind of Friday. So everyone's together just sharing what's happened for people that have been on furlough, what they've been up to that week, and then people that are still out working, what, kind of what they've achieved, perhaps more from a business perspective. And then we'll just tie in. So we've done stuff like um, this Friday, we've got bingo being done. We've done uh, one of the girls is a DJ. She's done a DJ set for an hour. We've done probably far too many pub quizzes. Nice. Now that's running a little bit dry. We've done boot camps, like a keep fit thing. Um, in the mornings we've obviously done a charity fundraising stuff last week so we're, we're always trying to do like one activity as a team which has been really good just to i guess ultimately keep everyone engaged keep people talking keep morale up keep everyone communicating and just kind of keep make sure everyone's having fun with, with what we do so the part of what we our culture is when we're in the office as normal so just trying to kind of recreate that as much as is humanly possible in this type of environment so that's 
that's worked really well for us. It's been really good and just kind of been well received. Albeit we're probably running the pub quiz a bit dry now. <laughs> so hopefully we're back to normality soon. Brilliant. Well, no, that sounds like, um, you know, there's definitely something essential to do is to keep people, especially in this increased distancing, um, to keep bringing people back together, albeit digital, digitally. Um, well, Chris, thank you for coming on and sharing a few of your tips. Um, I definitely think people are going to find that very uh, helpful. Um, I'll link um, where people can find you and SR2 in the description to the podcast. Um, hope business keeps going well and you uh, make it through the other side. I'm sure you will. Um, and I uh, look forward to catching up with you in person very soon. Perfect. Cheers, mate. Take care. See you, Ben. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that was a great sit down with Chris and I hope everybody listening found that uh, as useful as I did. Um, we have the third and final remote sessions coming next week. Uh, so look out for that. And thank you once again for coming back and listening to the Getting It Done podcast. It means the world. If you can um, you know, drop a rating at some point, that would be amazing. Uh, make sure you're subscribing for all future episodes. And our Instagram is Getting It Done podcast. Look forward to catching you on the next one. Take care.